0: Drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Corn bread, corn bread, corn Drink it in, man. kool-aid drinkers what's going on everybody? It's your host eric Oakley, right here on the detroit kool-aid cast you guys know what it is every week talking detroit lions right here on the detroit kool-aid cast drink it in man uh... side of cornbread cornbread make it a double cornbread and i am here solo on this pod i'm gonna talk some ball i'm gonna have some fun Lots to get into with the Lions. I know some of you guys are somewhat checked out because you there's no more football. I've seen people on Twitter, oh, man, I already missed the Lions. Is it, is it ready for the 2023 start of the season yet? Not yet, but at the same time, I mean, as I always tell you guys, the podcast has never been hotter. It's never been bigger. I mean, we're in record numbers, so there are tons of you out there drinking that Detroit Kool-Aid, listening to the show, and uh, I just can't thank the people enough and the people consist of the millions now what I want to do on this pod today I think is I'm gonna kind of just lay back roll with the punches talk some footballs tell you what's up with the Lions but I think I'm actually gonna take you through the offseason the entire off season, And we do it in broad strokes, but I'm talking senior bowl right around the corner. I want to get into free agency. I got NFL draft takes, names, positions I want to give you as well as maybe a mock draft or two. <laughs> um, we we, we got to do the Kool-Aid hotline shout outs, talk about a few things there, um, rep some people that are loyal to the show, and even talk about the 2023 uh, training camp and the actual season. Some big-time objectives. So we'll look at it from a big-picture point of view. But before we get into any of that, <laughs> right as the show ended last week, I had Logan Deer from Sports Illustrated on the show. And breaking news came across right at the end of the show. And that was that Ben Johnson, Strait Lions offensive coordinator, was turning down all head coaching interviews, opportunities, whatever it may be, to stay with the Detroit Lions. Logan was floored. I was excited. We were celebrating. If you guys listen to the pod, you heard the music, you heard the mix I put together. It was a party at the end of the show. We were fired up, but we were almost shocked because... You know, everyone else already had him out the door. I was kind of a guy that was like, hey, I think he's going to get some buzz, get some interviews. But I think he's going to stay around. You know, I think we got another year or two with this guy. And for him to say he's going to stay here, thinks they're building something special for him to add to that continuity of the coaching staff, what they did at the end of this last year, what they know they can do moving forward with more talent, more offensive, uh, explosive football players like Ben Johnson. I mean, I just got to say this Ben Johnson. You are my hero better yet. Let's kick it up a notch. Hey, Ben Johnson, Ben Johnson. I love you. (laughs) Ben Johnson. When you, when you dial up those crazy plays, when you throw the football deep, when you put up points, I mean, you're my hero. Ben Johnson. You are my hero. When you decide to stay in Detroit and not be a head coach before you're ready to be a head coach and say, you want to stay with Dan, Freaking Campbell and company. I mean, Ben Johnson, I love you. Ben Johnson, I love you. (laughs) So that was huge news. I mean, let's just put it this way. The culture is real in the D. I mean, the Detroit Lions, as my buddy Chops, a.k.a. You guys can find him on Twitter, at Chops in the D, said a week or two ago, Detroit is a destination now for NFL football players and NFL ballers, good football players. I mean, there's something special brewing. And and again, what I want to bring it back to is when you say culture, the two things I think about now with this regime is Moxie. They aren't scared of anything. The other thing I want to accentuate with this staff is they love the big moments. They have big expectations for this team, this organization, and their players. And that's so exciting on so many levels. So let's not let the expectations get too high, and too crazy, but let's get real, real excited about this offseason and the season and seasons, plural, to come for this football team, the Detroit Lions. So let's get right into it. I got no time to mess around, as you guys always hear me say. So. The Senior Bowl. I mean, the players are touching down in Mobile, Alabama. Um, gosh, they're going to be there on Sunday night. I think it is Monday. You know, they get their check-ins and whatnot. And by Tuesday, that thing will be rolling. So it is right around the corner. Um, this this is kind of where the draft process starts for all the evaluators. You know, they get down there, they meet with each other, they talk about free agency, talk about trades, but they they really get their hands on the senior college football players, get to know them, get to interview them, get to, you know, watch the practices, which are good on good. You know, these are, these are really well run, good NFL practices with the best college seniors in the game, or at least guys too, that uh, Nagy and company that runs it down there have decided our NFL prospects. And it's, it's always really fun to dive into. So um, what, what I want you to do again, if you're a draft nigga, you love the draft, or if you're just somebody that you know loves the lions or is keeping tabs I, I want you to i want you to find some players to focus on might be a couple might be a handful might be two handfuls whatever maybe before it gets going like circle and find some players that you want to keep notes on or keep your ear out for see what you hear i'm gonna help you with that here in a moment um you know if you hear something I don't know about you guys, but for me, I'm a guy that has to write it down or has to get it um, somewhere next to this player. I hear so much about all these different guys. If I don't write it down, put it in my Google sheet, put it on a notepad, um, it's going to be hard to remember two, three months from now when I want to circle back to something that popped out here in you know, late January, early February. So if you love the draft, you know, take a few notes here and there. I mean, here, here are some of the players that I've heard like so far are worth watching. Let me pull up the old uh, DTO scouting Google sheet, which is at about 20 plus tabs, I think, already of content that's being manipulated. So I'm just going to go down a couple guys that I highlighted. Again, this is so early in the process that... I'm not going to give you detailed scouting reports. I'm not going to go on and on about all these guys, but I want some names for you guys to know and to, and to that are just sort of on my radar and they may get washed out. You know, sometimes I put guys on here and by the end of senior bowl, they're off my list or they're just somebody that didn't come through the way I thought. But, um, you know, just going through the roster uh, a day or two ago, these are names I highlighted personally, uh, Jordan battle DB uh, safety from Alabama, Devin Witherspoon, the DB uh, cornerback from Illinois, You've got DJ Dallas, interior defensive lineman, big-bodied player from Alabama. Derek Hall, great name, horrible spelling on Derek Hall here. D-E-R-I-C-K, you know the only way to spell it is D-E-R-E-K. Keep it simple, uh, even it out, it's the way to go. Uh, he's an interior player, um, D-Lineman from Auburn. you got Zach Harrison, kind of an outside edge type player at that school. We shall not speak of, and I I won't speak of it. But I mean, you guys know we have we have drops on the show for it. Hey, listen, Ohio State sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Ohio State is vanquished. Got to get that in any chance I can. Um, let's see here. I got uh, Fosky, big interior D lineman from Notre Dame. I've got Henry To'o To'o um, linebacker, Alabama. Um, that's just one of the greatest names of all time. There's no question. Andre Carter. This is a intriguing player, linebacker from army of all places. Um, uh, makes plays though. Good, uh, guy to keep an eye on. Usually you don't see many army guys make it to the league if any, but, uh, put him on my list. I'm just going to rumble through these quickly. Jaron Hall, shout out Well, not a shout-out, an anti-shout-out to Frank Ribble. (laughs) Ribble told me at the end of my college fantasy football league, oh, Aaron Hall, man, Lions got to get him. This kid's incredible. I happened to be in a pinch, and I picked him up in my championship, and he was well on his way to helping me win. Until he had a minor ankle tweak in the third quarter, went out, and I lost by 0. .92 points. Yes, I know what it is, because I, I was bitter. That was, that was ridiculous. So, Red Bull, I'm never going to let you forgive that. I'm going to bring it up any chance I get. I'm still hot about it. Um, another quarterback prospect. This was a guy I had on my college fantasy team too early in the season. Then he got injured, and I kind of moved him off um, You know, to pick up J.J. McCarthy and company um, down the stretch for me. But Jake... Uh, I I don't even know the – got to learn some of these pronunciations. But H-A-E-N-E-R, Hainer from Fresno State. This guy's like a Derek Carr type player, you know, kind of that same build, slings it around the yard, got some moxie to him. Interesting prospect. Max Duggan I put on this list as quarterback. I'm taking a look at a, any quarterbacks I can just to kind of keep that in my bucket. Uh, Kenny McIntosh running back from Georgia. Chase Brown running back – Illinois you got Chris Rodriguez there from Kentucky running back a um, few more here I've got uh, this tight end prospect from Alabama late to um you know that's a guy that I heard some good things about uh, you know don't know that the Lions I don't want them to go after a Michael Mayer or whatever we'll get into that more as the draft process goes but uh they may be looking for a bit more of a dynamic player to go with what they already have um you know, Wiley from Cincinnati is a tight end as well. My guy, not my guy either. This is Benny Blades' guy from back when I did the Believe in Lions show with Benny Blades. Um, Will Mallory from The U. Um, you know, he, he's an intriguing um, athlete slash player. Had some injury history and whatnot, but uh, he's got some talent. And then the out the receivers I got my eye on, Xavier Hutchinson. Uh, not to be confused with the one and only Unleash Hutch. That that was the live version. Here, here's the drop. Unleash Hutch. <laughs> Two different Hutchinsons spelled the same. One's a wide receiver. One's a defensive end. Should be rookie of the year. Uh, you got Ronnie Bell from Michigan out at wideout. You got Jaden Reed from Sparty Nation. And then you got my guy. He's going to come up later in the show too. The greatest name maybe in draft history a great football player, a guy that's been mocked to the Lions early in the first few couple rounds. And that's Puka Naku from BYU. I mean, tell me that's not great. His name's Puka Naku from BYU. I mean Brad Holmes, just take him please for that for that alone. We'll get into his talents and what he does on the football field, but uh a Debo Samuel-esque football player with a little bit more or less physicality, but able to catch and, and run sweeps and do all types of things, put him in the backfield. And uh, you know I love Debo. Debo was the man at the Senior Bowl. And if Pook and a Coo from BYU is anything like him, sign me up. So excited to watch these guys get rolling. There's some names from me, and then I'm going to go back up here on my sheet. I just want to... Um, I'm going to rapid-fire these. These are names that I found online that people said to watch out for. So Daniel Scott, cornerback from Cal. You've got Darius Rush, cornerback, South Carolina. you got Keon White, interior defensive lineman, Georgia Tech. you got Kerry Brooks, D. lineman from Bowling Green. You always get some of these outliers with these crazy schools. you got Pace Jr. He's a linebacker from Cincy. Uh, you got the kid he's an old lineman from old dominion i put him you know who knows what the lions are going to do if they're going to invest in an old lineman at this point or not you got mcclendon curtis from chattanooga university of tennessee chattanooga another great school name you've got Roscon Johnson, running back Texas. If you guys watch Bijan, you probably saw Roscon Johnson uh, doing some good things out there as well. And Charlie Jones, the uh, wide receiver from Purdue. That's going to get a lot of buzz. I could see him having a really nice senior bowl. It'd be interesting to see where he ends up at the NFL level if he can make the cut or not. So that's my real quick uh, Senior Bowl primer. I know i got so much to get into, I can't spend a ton of time. It's not even that point yet to uh, get into it a ton. But, I mean, top players, like I said, at the Senior Bowl that normally translate, they normally – normally the top player at the Senior Bowl at the end of the week – gets picked in those first one, two, or three rounds and ends up becoming a real good NFL player. Look at Debo, look at Cooper Cup. You go down the list of quarterbacks and all the other players that have done it. So it's no joke when you go down to Mobile, Alabama and put on that Senior Bowl jersey. All right. Um, Again, I'm going to try to get through this stuff. I'm trying to give you guys everything here in in broad strokes and a big picture for the offseason. Let's get the free agency. Do I have the Okri, uh free agent targets perfectly sorted out for the Lions? No. Am I getting ready to do that here pretty soon? Yes. <laughs> Am I going to give you a little bit of something, something right now? Yes. <laughs> so, uh so yeah. I mean, I mean, drink this in, everybody. Drink it in, uh... So, w- when you're looking at free agency, uh, do everybody a favor out there. This isn't. You don't start at the top of the list and start picking off the top names or guys that can get mucho, ultra money, elite money. You just skip most of those names. I mean, come on. Even though I said it's a destination, Danford Campbell's doing big things, it's not a spot to be, like, picking out those top ten names at each position saying lines Lions got to get all these guys. That's a waste of time. Secondly, like, we can't be a team – where every player is 21 years old to 25 years old. I know I love the draft. I know my buddies do. I know everyone wants to get that young, talent, cheap contract, all those things. We get all that. But you can't have a whole team full of those guys. It's just not doable. The Lions are like the youngest team in the league already. So don't don't go looking for the guy that just got off his rookie deal at every spot that you're going to snag either and pay no money. That's not going to happen. Um, but... I'd say uh, avoid investing in guys that are, like, at the end of their careers, you know, even if they're productive. Like, uh, you know, you hate to say, well, this guy's 30, he can't play anymore, this guy's 28, he's on the downside, but that's kind of the reality of the NFL, whether you want to admit it or not. Yes, there's some outliers here or there, but I'm talking to you people out there that want Levante David, linebacker from Tampa Bay, Yeah, could he come here and maybe have a good year or two and be a captain and a a nasty football player? Yeah, it's possible, but you know the price tag is going to be high. You know he's already up above, you know, 30, 32, whatever he is. Like, that's not a guy I'm wanting to invest in with this current nucleus Um, unless Brad Holmes thinks this is the missing piece. This guy can come here for three years, teach the young cats everything, and be a... Demons still on defense same with James Bradbury hear that name a lot. Oh, man. Wow. He had a lot of good plays this year Congratulations I'm not going out and paying ridiculous money for James Bradbury when I can draft a corner in the first or second round That's going to be a baller younger faster more explosive and be on that rookie deal So no, I'm not I'm not going that direction that goes for other players as well when you're scanning the free agent list I want to find some diamonds in the rough or some talented guys that fits this DET grit culture that we got going. Now, you're probably like, oh, I need some names. Give me some names. Who, who we got? Who we get?" Okri. Well, here's the thing. I, I feel like the Lions are going to spend and they are going to add football players, but I think they're going to do it smartly purposefully, and with, as Brad Holmes often puts it, they're going to be very intentional in free agency and how they approach things. Now, again, you guys want some names. I haven't even really worked through a lot of my homework yet, but here's a few names. Some you've heard of, some you maybe haven't. A few names that I just got at the tip of my tongue, Deron Payne. Here comes the pain train that can go right up against Chops' hashtag golf train, where he said this. I don't want your bula bula support when it comes to Jared Goff. You don't get to join the f- golf train. You're off, bro. You're off. I want to see the golf train versus the pain train in practice moving forward. I really like Jerome Payne. A lot He's real young, 24, 25 years old, big, nasty football player in the middle, gives you some... You know, uh, extra uh, bodies there in case Levi never makes it. I still think Levi has been written off too early. He could be a good baller there. But John Payne, depending on price, that's a name most people have heard and are excited about. We'll see if they go that route. Uh, Greenlaw from uh, the 49ers, that linebacker. This is a, you know, younger type player. Um, Seems to be on the uptick, really physical you know, good leadership qualities, it seems. like um, Dre Greenlaw is a guy that I would consider. Same with this other guy who seems to be ascending, who everyone wrote off. He played football here in the state of Michigan. That's Devin Bush. Real athletic, real fast linebacker. Could be a guy that they could consider. And then how about a, ba- a blast from the past? You want to add to the cornerback position? You want to go get somebody that's been around... Been traded a couple times, moved around, maybe had some downs, but maybe on the uptick a little bit. How about this guy, Rocky Sin? <laughs> um, could could he be a target and a, and a gritty, nasty football player that come here and play some outside corner, add to what they already got, but still let jury J U U U R R Y Y Y do his thing? And uh, be, just be in the mix with guys. I mean, we'll see. So th- those are just a couple names. But like I said, I'm looking at the Okri uh, DTO Scouting Draft and uh, Free Agent Off-Season Sheet here. And gosh, I probably have, looking at my Detroit Lions Free Agency, I mean, I got about 50-some names here or, or more that are are, are in bold and the positions that I kind of highlighted as ones that are most intriguing to me, as far as adding, if depending on the right guy, the right price, interior defensive lineman, edge, linebacker, corner, and maybe even a safety and a tight end. Those are kind of the, my main concerns. I feel like we're good at a lot of other spots. You know, you hear people talking about the backup QB, which is important as well. But uh, those would be the spots I'd highlight in free agency. And again, I could just name off those names all day long. But what I really do is I just put a lot of people in bold based on their age, based on what I've seen them do on the football field, based on draft pedigree, whatever it may be. And then I slowly weed those guys out as we get closer to March when free agency approaches. So um, it'll be really interesting to see what the Lions do what their approach is. Are they going to be more aggressive? Are they going to get a big name or two? Or are they going to go the route they've been going, which is slow and steady, adding gritty, grimy, leadership, good football players that can be coached up and can be well worth their contract and and make plays on the football field. That's really what you want at the end of the day. Um, So it'll be exciting to watch. So everybody, I got you all that in about 20 minutes or less. We're going to get up out here, get our great sponsors in here, and when we come back, you guys know you want to hear about the NFL draft. We'll get into that, broad strokes, talk about what the Lions are going to do. We might hit a mock draft or two, and then even talk about once we get closer to the season. So, everybody, please listen to our sponsors. It helps us out. We'll be right back. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, Kool-Aid drinkers, back from the break. What do I always say right about this time? I can't thank you enough for listening to the show, sharing the show, Hit me up on Twitter at Derek O'Kee. That's spelled D E R E K O K R I E. Always try and talk football. You guys have seen me put out a lot of tweets recently. I'm trying to uh, recruit for fantasy football leagues that are already starting to churn here and all the crazy leagues that I do. Um, you know, excited about uh, Michigan football as well. We've got Coach Harbaugh coming back. We've got talent all over the field. We hit the transfer portal. Always getting into that. And at times I throw out old school wrestling tweets or tweets about uh, Jordan tennis shoes or um, all types of crazy stuff. Because if if I can, the biggest thing I try to do is play up to the Kool-Aid gimmicks. So if I can get a gimmick in or tag somebody or or try to uh, take something that's going on in the the realm of football or sports and then do a Kool-Aid gimmick, you guys know I try to do that and have some fun as well. So, um, thank you so much again for listening to the show, sharing it, checking it out, stay with us all off season. And, uh, before you know it, football, will be back. I'm here to tell you, it's going to be, tell me if you haven't heard this on this podcast before this quite possibly might be the biggest off season in the history of the Detroit Lions. <laughs> I've said it before. I meant it, but I really mean it now more than ever. So you're like, all right, Okra, let's get into the draft talk. Yes, let's get into the NFL draft. At the end of April, the Lions are loaded up with picks. When you, And you're like, what do you mean load up with picks? You want to know what loaded up with picks means? Pick number six overall. Pick number 18 overall. Pick number 49 in round two. Pick 56 At the back third of round two, pick 82. That's middle of the third round. Those are their top 100 selections. That's five picks in the top 100. And they still got picks after that to add depth and do some things as well. So you got to be excited about that. To me, the needs, we're talking broad strokes. We're talking January interior defensive linemen. Edge, corner, linebacker, depending on how much the Lions value and who's there and what type they want. Quarterback is still in the mix for me based on position value and other factors. Wide receiver, something I still value. So do the guys at PFF All-22 a wide receiver is one of their most valuable weighted positions in today's game. I agree with them, and the antithesis of that, for all you people out there that are have the Lions pick Bijan Robinson from Texas, I do have running back on my list, but it's down my list. It's a luxury pick to me at this point. It would be intriguing in the third or fourth round. But I doubt I'm taking one high unless the Lions just can't pass and they think they're just going to bludgeon people or they're not going to keep swag and they don't love Swift. Shifty, Swifty. Then maybe maybe they'd move on, but I'm pretty good with those guys. Add me another couple young cats later, I'd probably get by at that position and, and keep loading up on what I call the premier positions, the prime positions, the valuable spots on a football team. You guys know what they are the quarterback, the edge rushers, the cornerbacks, the guys that cover people, the wide receivers that score touchdowns. That's kind of how you want to build your football team from a big pitcher perspective. Um, you know, again, for the Lions. You know, you see a lot of mocks right now. It's interior defensive linemen. They want a a guy that can wreck shop. Again, they've quit on Levi, a.k.a. Big Denim. Um, (laughs) But, I mean, yeah, of course, like, that's fun on tape to say, like, oh, watch this guy blow up people in college or, you know, oh, you hear the old adage, oh, the hardest thing is the pressure right up the middle. They're the closest to the quarterback, all this stuff. I mean, you look at the greatest DTs in the game, most of them barely get over double-digit sacks. So if I have my chance, I'm going to go out to the edge first. I'm going to get an elite corner first. I'm going to get a quarterback first. But, you know, most people want that interior defensive lineman. If Jalen Carter's there, we get all that. Lots of cornerback names. It's a really deep cornerback draft. Lots of guys out there. So, yeah, you might want to take one at 18, or you might even see him mock a guy at 6, but... The more I look at it, it seems like you get a really nice player there at, at, at you know 49 if you want to wait it out too um, in that realm. I still can't figure out what the Lions are, are thinking linebacker-wise. They only play two, but Anzalone and Derek Barnes, are, they had good... You know, Anzalone had a great year from his, you know, perspective. But, you know, you could probably upgrade at that position. Derek Barnes still coming along a lot slower than I like, but I like his, his physicality and his want to. So I'm curious where they value that position or what how they fit in their scheme. There are some exciting outside backers that have speed and, and can lead and tackle and physical and all that. And then, like I said, quarterback. You guys are going to hear – pretty soon that i i'm just not willing to just bypass that position i'm not sitting here going like oh yep we're completely good no worries um because if i'm sitting there i don't know doing a mock draft like i'm about to do right now i'm about to tell you about um i'm not passing on quarterback if it makes sense and if the value's there, I'm not doing it. Um, I'll tell you why here in a moment. So, um, I, I've i been a loyal member basically since the day they rolled out their website and all their tools and their platform of the draft network. Um, this offseason, they decide to redo their mock draft machine and it's in beta testing right now and I was getting a little frustrated because I was urging to do some mocks and they just got it up and got some testing going. I was able to dip my toe in the water, get myself in there just the, the other day, to be honest. I got two mocks here that I did very quickly. Just three rounds. I just went to top three because I thought, hey, I just gave you those picks up through 82. So let me get those first three rounds out of the way and see what I end up with. My first mock draft of the mock draft season heading to the NFL draft. With the sixth pick, the Detroit Lions select. I've got the buzzer here somewhere the Detroit Lions select couldn't believe he was there but it's their mock draft machine it might still need some more beta testing this could happen on draft day though the Lions have had good luck recently will Anderson the edge from Alabama was there I ran the card up to the podium yeah get, get this right here you want to talk about being aggressive. You want to talk about having a nasty football team. You want to talk about building in the trenches, getting after the other quarterback. At pick 18, the Detroit Lions select Brian Breesé from Clemson. <laughs> it has got some concerns. He's got some things. There's no question. But I'm double dipping on the defensive line, and I'm going to kill your quarterback. And I'm going to roll people out. Line by line until they can't go anymore. And I'm going to put other DAWGs in there to get after your quarterback again. Relentless from the Lions. At 49, I could not pass up the value. He's the 21st player on the Draft Network's board. At 49, give me quarterback. Florida Anthony Richardson love his talents, skills, and abilities. He could come in, not only learn, but if Jared Goff gets hurt, I got another option. I got another guy that I can go to that can ball. And I like it because Goff's your pocket passer. If you have to use Richardson, you could tell him to run over people and run around people and, oh, flick his wrist and throw it about 60 yards down the football field at 56 another guy I couldn't believe was there you see him up in the top 20 you see him down at the end of the second round he's kind of all over the place but he's there at 56 i'm taking him trenton simpson linebacker clemson and at pick 82 you did you thought it couldn't get any better from earlier in the show at pick 82, give me pookin' and the Coo from B-Y-U. I mean, gosh, it rhymes. It sounds swaggy. I love the value. I love the player. That's what we're talking about right there. And you'd think I'm done, but I got more breath left with my second mock. With pick six in the first round the Detroit Lions select another dream scenario for Lions fans at six Jalen Carter interior defensive lineman from Georgia's on the board at 18 I took him much earlier than the first mock but this is the variance where this player is found At 18, I didn't like the other options. I didn't like reaching for corners or other spots. Give me Anthony Richardson, quarterback, Florida. At 49, another Oakery favorite here, early, early, early in the process, Trenton Simpson, the linebacker. At 56, this is still a second-round football player. I couldn't believe he was there. I'm going to take him. Jordan Battle free agent or safety slash move football player from Alabama and then at pick 82 give me Puka Deku from BYU the wide receiver those are my two mocks I did them in about two minutes total I like the football players I got. I like the value. I think if the Lions end up with half those football players, everybody in Detroit's going to be going crazy after the draft, just like they were last year when the Lions got Aiden Hutchinson and j just like we called it, and plenty of other good players. Let's go. There it is, everybody. If you haven't figured it out yet, I've become the master of playing the mock draft music, mixing in, the pick is in buzzer, as well as ending my rants, takes, and scouting reports, whatever else I can give you the the second that the music ends. I time it out perfectly every time. You got to give me credit there. Love talking about the NFL draft if you can't tell. Plenty of more work to do, um, but getting into it. That leads me to my shout-outs, Twitterverse, things that are going on. Let, let me talk about a couple things real quick i want to shout this guy out i bought some of his merch very happy with it and that's the notorious d e t found this guy on twitter Saw him put out a couple images of things ended up clicking on his link took me to his store started looking at his merch i was like man i kind of liked some of this stuff i mean That grit crew neck is looking good. And then I got looking and I thought, I want that stone cold Red Wings tee where he's on the Zamboni. Oh, and while I'm here, (laughs) give me the fighting Dan Campbell shirt too. So uh, Notorious D.E.T., man, it couldn't have been nicer. Uh, Hit him up in the DMs chatting with him and uh, got the stuff the other day. Loved it. I'll have to get some pictures of that, but definitely go check him out. Uh, He's still working through his system and and all the things he's got going on. He's a real smart guy trying to uh, serve up some great stuff for Lions fans. He even told me he thinks this stuff's easy here on the microphone, so he says he's going to start a pod. He's going to do a YouTube. I mean, he's trying to put me out of business, I think. But, uh, no, definitely want to support his merch as well as, um, you know, might be a return customer for sure. I really like the stuff. Good concepts, uh, comfy-looking shirts, and, and crew neck. Uh, basically rep- replicated that crew neck that Brad Holmes had on during his end-of-season presser, uh, but made it better. He had the grit wording, and then he's got his cool logo underneath, too, with the uh, Notorious D.E.T. So uh, just really appreciate him, man. told him I'd, I'd shout him out for sure, and I encourage all you guys to um, find him on Twitter. And uh, definitely go check out that store too. No doubt about it, man. That's Detroit Kool-Aid quality, no question. I mean, drink that in, everybody. Drink it in, man. Uh... The other thing you guys have probably seen—we're talking about the Twitter sphere and whatnot—is a. Uh... Again, I'm only one guy, you know, we got chops, we got Logan, we got Joey, a few other people that chime in and, and help out a little bit here and there. But, uh, when you guys see me just retweeting my own tweet about the show or putting the show out a million times, it's just cause every time I do that, that's really the only way the show goes out, it goes out on that. It goes on Facebook uh, groups It goes out on Instagram and whatnot. And other than that, uh, you know, that's the only way to promote it. So uh, that's the way I shout it out the way I do. I have to do it in a timely, efficient way because I got 8 million other things going on. Like all you guys do out there, we're all crazy busy, right? So um, you guys see me doing that all the time. You also saw me recently shouting out my fantasy football leagues. I'm probably a commissioner and who knows? I'm probably a commissioner of 10, 12, 15 leagues now, whatever it is. And some of these leagues are 32 team leagues 53 players on a team then you got your standard eight team espns that i still do you've got um other reality sports online leagues you guys hear them promote um and, and support the show here every week so you know i'm doing lots of things i love it trust me if i have more time i'd love to do it even more but um just trying to fill some spots add some new owners you know we're always looking to get the best gms that want to compete at the highest level And also don't want to give me any headaches because fantasy football is supposed to be fun. So being a commissioner sometimes isn't fun, but it's really not fun when people want to give you a hard time for no reason or, uh, you know, just make it. It's like, this is football, man. It's supposed to be enjoyable to come on here and make a trade or talk ball or put my lineup in or beat your team in the playoffs. Like, so I try to just have fun with it, try to eliminate any of the extra garbage that goes on as best I can. Um, So I think all my leagues are great. Anybody that's been in them thinks that, Hey, you know, uh, they're run, you know, really well, as well as we try to get the best um, GMs and, and people to com- compete in those leagues as possible. And, and if we don't, we try to, you know, clean it up every year or two as well and get new fresh GMs with new perspectives that can add and make the leagues even better and better. So if you love fantasy football, check me out there for sure. And I'm just going to throw this out there. Who knows if you crazy Kool-Aid drinkers will do this up or not. But there is a little link in the podcast, uh, both on any platform as well as you can go to anchor.fm slash Detroit Kool-Aid, and uh, there's a support link. And you can give $1.99, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. We definitely have some great people that have always donated to the show and help us out both there and in other ways. But uh, I just want to throw this out there. We're creating the Oak Google Sheet again for the draft in the offseason. It's 20 to 30 tabs of crazy data. We're going to have rankings. We're going to have information on players. We're going to show the draft live. We'll probably have a Slack chat again. If you want to get in on all that and you'd be willing to donate um, a little bit to the show to help us out and keep this thing rolling, um, I definitely want to get people some early access to that. Watch me and chops as we go through our rankings and get that thing spruced up before we get to the end of April and whatnot. Um, But I think you'll really like some of the content on there. A lot of you guys jumped in there last year. I threw a lot of people on, but this year I want to challenge you. If you can help out the show. um, you know, with a little donation there and send me your email. I'd love to get you on that Google sheet so you can check out all the information we're compiling. And it's a, it's an active live working document that never stops. So, um, shout me out, hit me on Twitter, shoot me a DM or whatever, if you want more info and we can make that happen. No question. So, l- let me do this. I'm I'm coming up about 20 minutes again. I was so funny when Chops did his solo show. He's like, "Man, I think it's going to be a short show." I'm like, "There's no way you're going to do less than, you know, 30 30 minutes somewhere in that range because I come over here with a couple bullet points and it's always 30 40. Sometimes I got to work to get this puppy under an hour because I just love talk lines ball. But um, we went 20 in the first segment. We're looking at about 20 right now. So let me, let me finish it off with this 2023 training camp and the actual season. Again, we're talking broad strokes, right? So I feel like when we get to training camp of the season, after we've experienced senior bowl, we've added some um, Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell type free agents, We've mopped the floor with the NFL draft again and picked up all the talent that Brad Holmes is going to pick up for us. I feel like the excitement is going to be at an all-time high right there in July before training camp. Now it's at an all-time high right now. People see the vision. People are excited about this team, what they've shown. They're excited about the players, the youth. So it's going to be crazy come July. People are going to be flooding training camp. I encourage you always to go down there and just spend a day outside with You know, a good buddy of yours, family, whatever it may be, and just enjoy a day at training camp with the Lions. You get to relax, see some practice, see their facilities, maybe get some autographs, maybe take a picture, whatever it may be. Definitely put that in your plans, no question. Um, Gosh, these new young players that they're going to add are going to be real exciting. We're going to get a training camp with... Hashtag Jamo fast. <laughs> We're gonna be sitting there at the top of the bleachers and just look over at the guy next to you and be like, "Man, I've seen players that can run, but number nine, the new number nine, he's hashtag Jamo fast." Um, you know that's gonna be fun. Everybody's gonna be excited to see what he can do once he's getting the ball. He's got his chemistry going. It's gonna be really fun. I mean, Jared Goff. Chops' favorite player. We we haven't even done it here on the show. We might as well, we might as well get it in, right? I mean, when you mention the word Jared Goff, you just gotta you gotta drop a few. Woo-wee! I mean, I I know Chops is excited about training camp and and number sixteen being back in the saddle. Woo! Hashtag choppy liking. <laughs> There's no doubt. I mean, his confidence is all time high. I mean, the whole crew, the Detroit Lions crew is back. You're gonna have Deuce yelling at ag you're gonna have you know ben johnson dialing up plays you're gonna have damn freaking campbell losing his voice yelling at people cracking D's nuts jokes it's gonna be incredible you cannot wait for any of that goodness that's gonna be down there in training camp and, and for me it's very important for the lions to have a good camp when i talk about a good camp just like most of their prime time players just stay healthy everyone's excited they play well in those training camp preseason-type practices and games. Um, Again, health is a big thing. But getting that mojo, getting that chemistry, not having a bunch of people sitting on the sidelines so that you are ready from day one. I feel like this team needs to get out hot fast. They just need to play good football. My thing is, you know... There's always going to be ups and downs in the season. You're always going to have injuries. But the Lions just need to avoid the big injuries, the nagging injuries, the multiplicity of injuries that they seem to have every single year. And then they also need to just from jump, whoever's on your schedule, play them tough week one, win or loss, whatever it may be. Week two, follow it up with a good performance. You know, where you're just... You're starting to put your staples. It's going to be a run team. It's going to be a pass team. Is going to be able? To, uh, is the defense going to be a lot better? Is the defense going to be marginal again? But the offense going to pick them up? You know, are there going to be times where both units aren't good and you're going to you're going to struggle? I mean, they're going to have to go through all these things. So I feel like, you know, I want them to be ready to roll from day one. But I'm also telling the fans, the Kool Aid drinkers, like just be ready for those ups and downs of an NFL season. But I've I've never been more confident in this leadership. I'm talking um, Brad Holmes, Dan freaking Campbell, these assistant coaches, these football players, the youth, the talent that's being built on this team. And, you know, Sheila Ford Hamp is coming into her own as a quiet, nervous kind of you know owner but also yeah I do kind of buy that she's smart in different ways. I do buy that she's competitive. I do buy that she is um, on board with all of these other leaders I mentioned and is giving them the resources they need to fuf- uh, succeed as well as stay out the way which is nice too. So I think she's doing a nice job um, and uh, hopefully that will only get better from an ownership perspective you know this this leadership is not scared. They have, they want, they relish the big moments, as I said earlier. They know talent. They know how to build a football team. It's a positive culture, which anybody knows in your life, when you're surrounded by positive, awesome people, that permeates, that makes life great. That's um, just a total bonus when you're around people that drag you down, when you're around people that don't feel like you can do it or negative... That's going to be not fun. The Lions have a positive, exciting, aggressive culture. And uh, gosh, I think they can just win at at the highest level despite any and all circumstances. I really do. I think they've proven that over a two-year span now that, yeah, we might be all beat up. We're going to come fight you in game day. Hey, we we might have to move some pieces around. We might have to do some crazy plays here or there. But we're going to try to win the football game. And whether that's the first game of the season, you know, a late game that we need or everyone's projecting them to be right in the hunt for the NFC North to win the division, have a home playoff game, win a playoff game and get rolling with this thing uh, a year or two before anybody thought based on what they've done so far. So everybody, if you can't tell, I'm excited about it. Lions fans are excited about it. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers are drinking it in. Drink it in, man. Uh... little cornbread. Cornbread, cornbread. And this offseason is going to be fun. The pod, we're going to keep bringing you the guests. Season can't be here soon enough. But uh, everybody enjoy all of this. And I'll catch you next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take okay, care, everybody. I'm out. The back start to play. This game is over. It is over. What a comeback by the Lions! Drink it in, man.